Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about some movies as well as a little bit of TV stuff. I know we've been doing a lot of video games here lately on the show. Uh, so we're going to jump into some movies. Uh, but before we do, as always, a little bit of housekeeping. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Now, my friends, we did go on a little bit of a jungle cruise this past weekend. No, we didn't go to the theaters. We actually did premiere access this movie again. This is the third time we've done that. We did it for Cruella, did it for Black Widow, and we did it for Jungle Cruise. You know, we were thinking like, ah, maybe we'll go to the movies again. But you know what? Hey, things are kind of running a little bit rampant right now with the Delta variant. And uh, rather than have to sit in the movies with a mask on, we said, you know what? We're just going to premiere access this thing and, you know, with our home popcorn machine and our sound system and all that downstairs, it was just like we were at the movies. And I got to tell you, this movie is fantastic. I mean, for what it is, right? Let's say, you know, this isn't going to be a movie you're going to be like, oh my God, Jungle Cruise is incredible. But for exactly what this movie was supposed to be, to be kind of that summer blockbuster movie that you're literally just, you know, summer blockbuster, you're eating popcorn, just enjoying um, the action, the over-the-top action, I might as well say, too. Um, it's uh, it's pretty wild. And now, you know, when they first had announced this, um, you know, I was like, really? Like, you're going to make a movie off Jungle Cruise? But I, when I thought back to kind of my initial impressions of just the thought of them making a movie about Pirates of the Caribbean... Same thing. It was kind of like, really? You're going to make a movie after that? Well, it just made sense. And after you watch Jungle Cruise and kind of seeing the concessions they made to what the, what bare bones story there is in the ride to kind of create a story and, and almost essentially even create a franchise. Like, I don't think they could go as many sequels as they could with Pirates, uh, but there is a little bit of a lore going on here. And, you know, I could see there very well being a Jungle Cruise 2, maybe at least that. You know, they could probably do a sequel. Uh, but with the the Rock and Emily Blunt, just did an incredible job um, on screen. There was a ton of CGI in this movie, which I know had kind of been somewhat criticized for that. Some of the reviews after after we watched it, I kind of went and uh, paid attention to some of that. Um, but I, I thought it worked well for what it was. It was fine. You know, like we're at this point now with movies where, um, you know, you, they were really kind of blurring the line between just a straight up live action movie compared to just going all out. And I think Jungle Cruise is almost better for them just going all out for what the movie was. You know, Jungle Cruise was never going to win an Oscar. It was never going to win, you know, any award like that for anything other than just being a good, fun movie to take the family to um, and enjoy. And and that's kind of what we got out of it. You know, like I said, the story that's there, um, it was kind of cool how they were able to kind of pull that out. Which, by the way, you know, if you've ever been on the Jungle Cruise at Disney, your uh, Jungle Cruise guide that kind of takes you on, or your skipper, if you want to say that takes you on your trip, uh, is cracking some of the most just cringeworthy, ridiculous jokes. But that's the fun of it. That's the appeal of it. And this movie hits the ground running with all of that. Like, they just jump right into those jokes right off the bat. And uh, it was awesome to see all that and kind of hear them, uh, you know, hear The Rock himself delivering those lines. I mean, it was great. Uh, Paul Giamatti was in the movie. I had no idea he was even going to be in this. He Not necessarily a cameo, but I mean, he's not in it that long, but he's in it enough to, uh, you know, kind of have his part uh, be somewhat of a role that, you know, you, when he's on screen, you're glad he's there. Um, it's it's really cool. I would recommend you check it out with the family. Is it worth you plopping down the $30? I would say, hey, if you're maybe thinking of going to the movies, but you're unsure just because of kind of the state of things right now, put the thirties down, $30 down and just watch it. 
you know, right now is a great time, I think, to to pick it up and, and tune in. Um, it's a lot of fun. We had a great time watching it. And um, honestly, I was at work today talking to one of my coworkers and saying to myself, like, I, I think I want to go home and watch Jungle Cruise again, like over this next week. You know, I, I think I want to watch it again. It's just kind of something to kind of have on in the background as I'm doing something else. Like, it, it's just a fun, fun movie. Kind of like... Um, I mean, The Rock's other movie, Jumanji, you know, it's kind of like that, like his version of those Jumanji films. You're kind of getting that out of it, um, just if not more, in terms of how um, the story kind of plays out. It's it's a really, really cool movie. Now, speaking of movies, and speaking of uh, some CG, and, and, you know, right now you can argue and say CG maybe is overdone in some movies, but the next movie I'm going to talk about um, could have been done years ago, years ago, but I think it's made better now that they're, they've waited to this point to kind of do it, even though we'll... The jury's still out as to what this movie will be like and whether or not I'll enjoy it, I guess I shall say. But we got a new trailer today for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. This movie is set to drop September 24th, 2021. This is our second trailer. We have some awesome glimpses of uh, of Cassidy in here, of Carnage. You know, we get to see full-on Cletus Cassidy, Carnage. It is awesome. You know, Woody Harrelson, of course, you know, you saw him at the end of the last Venom movie, so we kind of knew they were going that route. And um, we can see there's going to be one hell of a showdown between Venom and Carnage in this film. I hope they don't or didn't give away a lot of that. I mean, we kind of see this big fight. I don't know if it's in a a church or wherever it's going to be. I hope they're not, you know, I hope that's like a mid-movie fight and not kind of already showing us the end of the film. Um, But, you know, so far the trailer, you can see there's definitely going to be kind of that banter between Eddie and the symbiote. Um, much more than probably what we saw in the last movie. I mean, we did get a lot of it then, but obviously they're a little bit more comfortable with each other this go around. And, um, you know, there's definitely going to be some more of that. Um, even kind of on the comedy angle, I mean, they, they kind of did go on that last movie, but it seems like they're going to double down on that a little bit more this time. Um, Woody Harrelson seems like he's going to be playing, um, you know, this Carnage. Um, uh, well, I should say just playing Cletus Cassidy uh, pretty well, you know, for what it is. You know, I, I almost wonder, like, if we try to go anywhere else, with with him as Cletus, if he would be of the right age to continue to play that character, but maybe with a history of Cassidy kind of being a a mass serial killer, a mass murder, um, you know, I'm I'm sure that would still work. Um, but uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked for this movie. I mean, the last one was great. I mean, I, I remember when we first saw the first trailer for this movie, um, for the second one here, and just kind of complaining, like you know, I just I wish we were getting Spider Man in this. Um, I think it would be awesome if at the end of this, maybe post credit scene, we get some sort of a, a Spider-Man tease. I know they've been very cagey about whether or not Tom Holland's going to meet up with, um, you know, uh, the Seti Brock here. I don't know. You know, I, I wish, I wish we were getting these storylines, the one we got in the last one and the one we're getting here with Carnage with Spider-Man involved. There's such a, I don't know, just a, a reason for him to be a part of it, but the way they did it last time around, it did make sense for, for the film itself, you know, maybe not for the whole history of the character, but, um, and the way they kind of did it. And then, you know, I don't know where they go from next. You know, do you have some sort of team up? Do you have a, a, a planet symbiote? Do you bring in Null, who right now is kind of the, you know, the God of the symbiotes? Do they go that route? You know, you think about how, um, Miles, you know, they made a whole movie about Miles Morales. And at the time of that coming out, he was only, had only been around for what, five, six years. Null has been in the comics at this point now, Maybe we haven't seen him, but his name and all that's been around three, four years, right? So by the time a Null movie would come around, we're talking six years. So they could potentially do something like that if they just want to stick with this Venom universe. Um, I don't know, but uh, I'm pretty stoked for this movie. It's coming, what what I say, September 24th, so not too far away. Um, you know, I don't think there's going to be a way to stream this. So maybe, you know, I'm definitely heading into the theaters to check this movie out. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing this. The first movie I took my kids to, which I mean, they were younger now. Uh, I haven't shown them this trailer yet. I definitely want to hear when I'm done a little bit later today, kind of run it by him and see. Um, I have a feeling they're going to want to go see it because uh, I thought they, they thought they were cool going to see the first movie when it had come out. Um, so I have a feeling we're going to be going to see uh, this one in the theaters as well. But go check the trailer out if you haven't seen it yet. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Now switching gears over to television, but we're going to keep it a little bit on the uh, the movie front. Amazon's Lord of the Rings series, We Got Wind, has wrapped its filming. Um, that's right, the uh, $465 million first season of this series uh, has wrapped, and they have now put out a nice little teaser image where it looks like it's Minas Tirith maybe in the background of this, of this shot. Um, it sets release on Amazon Prime September 2nd, 2020. 22. Now, it's set to take place during the Second Age of Middle-earth, which is uh, thousands of years before the events of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Uh, but for anybody that knows kind of anything about the history, that's when Sauron, uh, the main villain, of course, of the uh, the trilogy of films and books and all that, um, that's when he kind of rises to power, is during that um, Second Age, and that's when the One Ring is forged. So I'm guessing we're going to get that story kind of told throughout the series. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but they did say that we will be following an ensemble cast of characters, so... You know, we'll probably have the typical, we'll have an elf, we'll have a dwarf, we'll have all those, you know, all that stuff kind of in there. Um, but I'm really stoked for this. I'm, you know, I know, you know, everybody says, oh, don't get your hopes up. Who knows? You know, but you know what, dude, it's Lord of the Rings. It's, it's a fantasy driven show. I'm in. Count me in. Anything in Middle Earth, anything fantasy like that, I am down for. And part of it is, you know what? I can convince my wife to watch it with me because she loves Lord of the Rings too. So, eh, you know, I can't get her to watch every fantasy show out there, but at least anything with Lord of the Rings and the, the name or in the title. She'll be there. So <laughs> so we will be there at the beginning of September next year. Now, it sucks we got to wait next year, but hey, they just wrapped filming. Take all the time they need to do the editing and, and make sure that thing is just as good as it can possibly be. Um, I'm all in. Count me in. Um, also, we did learn, um, actually, well, I just learned this today, and I know a lot of people are as well. Uh, what if they've confirmed is going to be nine episodes long here this first uh, season, which yes, first season, there's going to be a second season as well of the show. Uh, but the first season is going to start on August 11th. So not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday and run every Wednesday all the way until October 13th. Now I will say we will be doing what if Wednesdays, right? What if Wednesday, WW, it'll be perfect. So, uh, on Wednesdays, the, the starting not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, uh, episodes of the enthusiast life will be breakdowns of the latest episode of what if so be on the lookout starting next week for that on what if wednesdays but i can't wait for that show guys after watching loki kind of just knowing that you know we well i don't want to spoil things but you know it makes sense kind of what if coming out um oh man i can't wait and we know the first episode is what would happen if peggy carter and not steve rogers took up the super soldier serum at the start of world war Two. now the second episode we also have learned as well is what would happen if t'challa and not peter quill was picked up by yandu as a child and T'Challa was the one to have become Star-Lord. So if that interests you, be sure to check out What If on Disney Plus starting next Wednesday. Man, I can't wait. It's going to be just freaking awesome. Uh, all right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Hopefully, uh, tomorrow on the show, I'll be able to talk a little bit more about the, well, talk about the Ascent. I did play a little bit today on the Xbox Series X. I plan now that Halo Infinite, the tech preview, is over. I plan to play some of the Ascent. Remember, that's kind of that cyberpunk game that is now included with Game Pass on um I think, is it just on Xbox, PC maybe? Um, but either way, it's on Game Pass and it looks really cool. Uh, so I definitely want to get in there and check that out. It's kind of like this twin stick shooter, looter type game. Uh, looks really cool and you know it's been getting some pretty good reviews too. So 
Uh, definitely want to play with that. So I'll give you some impressions of that on Wednesday. But I still got to pull myself away from Pokemon Unite because I'm still <laughs> continuing to make sure I log in and get a match or two in every day. But the beauty of that game, again, 10-minute matches. Perfect. So that's going to do it for me here today, guys. Don't forget, you can always follow me on Twitter at MarkTurk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great rest of your day, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>